Grand Court Talk Freeform Siren. Welcome to Bristol Cove. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan Podcast, Brad Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. We are back in Bristol Cove with Ren and Company. And everybody, yes. Ren and Company, yeah. sister, sister Don. a big old reunion. All sorts of people are showing up there. That was a good season. I'm glad it was. Oh, that's probably not the end of it. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. So before we jump into all that, just for to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Court, how can they get people to reach us? Well, if you'd like to email us, you can do so at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at jindev, and he's bradzb. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. Also, you can check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. MB, do you know what else is on Facebook? Uh, there is a fishing group community for uh, fishermen from the West Coast that go out on ships. Oh, yeah. Have they found any mermaids lately? Uh, those That's classified. They can't tell you that stuff because, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, if they find these mermaids, they need to throw them back because uh, apparently uh, you should not put them in tanks. Yes. That's dangerous. Yes, catch and release. Catch and release. Catch and release. Um, well, before we get into the episode, you can find our different p- Facebook groups. It's Brad and Court Talk. It's that's a longer title, but if you just put Brad and Court Talk in there, uh, you'll find our Facebook group over there where we talk about just about anything and everything under the sun, whether it be movies or different TV shows that we have to be enjoying. Uh, we have a dedicated group for Van Helsing, and we are very excited and waiting for that show to come back. Uh, it's 12 Monkeys. Uh, we don't have one for that, but I'm excited for that. It's going to be the final season. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Yes. All right, Brad. So since the Magicians has left us, we have uh, Siren. We're working on The Crossing and Krypton to keep us busy. We have a few things that we're working on, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, The Expanse comes back tonight. That should be yes, awesome. it does. Oh, Yeah. The Expanse came back last night when we weren't recording. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let people know what's behind the curtain. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's jump into this amazing episode, which could have been a season finale. How about that? Yeah, very. it could have been a series finale, actually. I was just like, well, okay, that's, yeah, all right. Episode four, eh? All right, cool. Yeah, how about that ending? That was awesome. <laughs> it, it's not over. Ooh. What no. was this one about? Uh, this one was episode four of season one. It was on the road. Ren isn't reacting very well to being away from the ocean for so long. Still, she is intent on reuniting with her sister, of course, because she feels guilty. Speaking of, the other mermaid, henceforth known as Donna, makes her escape from the facility with some help from a very injured Chris. Yes, and things weren't going well with taking the sample from uh, Donna there. Didn't happen like they thought was going to happen. No, they thought she was down and out for the count, and um, she kind of tricked them. Yeah, she was faking it. Chris woke yeah. up just in time to hear all the screaming, yelling, and alarm. I mean, wow, that's a way to wake up from a drug-induced comatose there that you're in. Yeah, like, how could you not freak out? And uh, you you can just imagine what he must have felt like. Like like you said, he was, he was kind of comatose initially, and then he's just all drugged out. Everything's all fuzzy, and all of a sudden you see all the this, this lights just blazing, and your vision is like double. Like, can you imagine waking up to that? It's like being in a video game. It, it would be real. horrible. I mean, he runs across Donna, now in human form. We know what happened. He has no uh-huh. idea. 
Yeah, he's like, why isn't she talking? Or why is she doing all this crazy stuff? I don't understand. He took a little long for me to, he took a little long to catch on to everything for me. But then again, like we just said, he had an injury and he was on drugs. So it's okay. I mean, well, she was confused when they got to the car because she didn't know what a car was and had that (laughs) weird innocence thing going on that Rin had at the beginning. But Uh yeah, Chris was on some seriously heavy uh, drugs there. I'm pretty sure if you read the bottles, they say do not operate heavy machinery. So what's he do? (laughs) Jumped in the car, searched drive because Donna doesn't know how to drive. Yeah, it was was drastic. They had to do it. Everything with him was just totally off. He didn't have any idea. He gets a pass for the entire episode because he's just not there. (laughs) I'm just going with it. I'm with that. I'm with that. He's going to like wake up like the next day or something like that and go, how did I get here? <laughs> like I, ca- I called you guys. I don't remember that. I was on a boat. I was, I was right? with a woman. What? <laughs> Who? What? I have no idea what's going on. Uh, I did have to get a kick out of when Ben and Maddie were having a little sexy time in the shower. I was just waiting for Ren to show up and say, Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, Oh, that's how that works. Huh? Yep. And she sure did. Hey, she's learning. Okay, leave her alone. What? That, they like they had, they spent all last week examining her, and now she's just learning from them. And they didn't freak out or anything because, well, they know that. Yeah, like I, I, I think it's again. I think it's really interesting how they how they all interact. I love like their group chemistry together. Like I, like I already said last week, people are already shipping them together. They like her with him. They like her with Maddie. They like them as a possible threesome. Mm-hmm. I just like them like. I like their chemistry and their relationship and like the actors on screen. They're they're doing some amazing things. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, they make it happen. It it just works out really well for them because they're all there. It's an awkward thing, but they're treating it as like she has no idea what it is and they get that idea. So, yes, I like I appreciate that. Maddie has a very real reaction to this because any other show, they would have had her freaking out and being jealous of the mermaid and just like brighten her out so that, you know, Bren and Ben. Oh, that Ren and Ben. Ren and Ben. Ren and Stimpy. Uh, so they could eventually fall in love and hook up. But that's not how that is going at this point in time. Like, they are both intrigued by her. They both have built bonds with her already. And mm-hmm. she, she trusts them. And they trust her. Well, like Maddie said before, that she has that quality that draws you in. Mm-hmm. There's something about her that makes that happen. Now, we also yep. know that Maddie's dad is looking around for her. And thanks to Ben's brother... Just happened to say, "Oh yeah, I saw her with your daughter." Hmm. He didn't know. He was just being helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think he was being spiteful. Was just a thing. <laughs> well, he doesn't know what Ren is yet. No, which is a good thing because no one needs to know that. Yeah. Um, Ben has this great idea to tag uh, Ren like a sea lion. Maddie's not down with that. Yeah. Which, I, I was with her. Yeah, you can't treat her like an animal because nothing's going to go over well. But they do kind of, with that thing where she's like looking at the necklace that, that Maddie has, and they kind of, well, we'll tag and release her. And that kind of right, worked out. but they give her a choice. They do. Because, well, she was going to have to go back in the water at some point in time. Yeah. And they said, we want to be able to find your, and if you get in trouble like this, captured by humans again, like we want to be able to find you if you need us. Right. Now, I did find it interesting back at the fish hatchery, which we thought was a military base. There's a lot of, a lot of security at the fish hatchery there. Uh-huh. Um, the one doctor guy finds the tail of Donna, and that crumbles to dust pretty much when he touches it, 
which explains what happened to Rin's tail when she came back on land. Yeah, it's like snake skin. Yeah, it just dissolves. It, I guess it after being out of the water, it just gets all brittle like her skin does. Yeah, I, I guess that's the way it works. I mean, it makes sense. It'd be a yeah. good way. It's They're magical creatures, so they shed their tails. So I guess they don't want to have any trace that they were there. Hmm. Now, he does have them um, replay the video from the attack, and that was seriously brutal. Uh-huh. Things go dark when she knocks a guy into the lights, and then they watch her escape with Chris. Can we talk about, um, like, we've talked about how Eileen Powell, Ren, how she how she moves. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of re- reminds us of what the stuff that Roland does in, in Van Helsing. And, like, she's doing the same thing. Like, earlier when she first starts walking away in that video, you see how her legs look, look all rubbery. And, right. like, like a not newborn, but like a toddler's legs when, when they first learn, start learning how to walk. Mm-hmm. And then, like, later on when she's in the forest with, with uh, was it Chris? Yes. And she's walking like she has this purposeful walk to her. Like she kind of, she's kind of stalking. Like she's a, like she's the predator that she is. Like I, I love the way she moves too. Like they just have some very good direction and guidance in this. And I'm sure they it's worked on that for a long time to try to nail oh, that yeah. down perfectly well. And it and it falls through. I mean, because you get that idea. Yes. Uh. What, so you had Xander and crew at Donna's house going in to try <laughs> to find stuff. And this uh-huh. cracked me up because after they break in and the cleanup crew shows up, I'm like, good thing they didn't hear them making all that noise on the back porch. Right. They were super like, you guys loud. are being obvious and you keep peeking up. It's like, anybody there? No? Okay. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, look, they took the computer we should have grabbed. <laughs> exactly. Now, in the car with Chris, Donna has some serious issues. She's not a metalhead. I loved her turning up the radio and just like freaking out about it and stabbing it <laughs> with a screwdriver because that's the way it happened. And still, this is why I say Chris is totally drugged up because he's like, not a metalhead, huh? He's not even taken back by it that much. I was waiting for him to freak out about her having the, the screwdriver. I thought she was going to come at him at first. No, I'm still going with Chris is so drugged up. He's like, did I really just see that happen? Nah, it was the drugs. <laughs> so it's, that wouldn't have happened, right? Yeah, something else happened. So after the military leaves or cleanup uh, leaves, they go back to the base mm-hmm. where they see the bodies coming out in the body bags. And Xander wants to follow the military because, you know, that's how he rolls. Of course. Uh, incognito in his Jeep, like <laughs> a quarter of a mile behind him. No one will ever know. His bright that. yellow Jeep. No, it's not yellow. It's it's the... Uh, it, it should be bright yellow. It should be bright yellow. It's like, it's, this car's been following us now for 25 minutes. Um, yeah. Granted, it wasn't... Hey, let me anymore. turn on my headlights. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Actually, that Jeep, you could shut off the headlights on. It also had manual windows, probably. No, yeah. that one would have had power windows back in the day. I do give props for him being able to fishtail that thing around all over the place, though, because that's a big vehicle to do that work in, and he's uh, yeah. he has it down. He has control of that very well. Now, Chris stops at the rest area, well, in a park or somewhere to try to figure out where he's at, and Donna's not doing all that well. She wants water. She starts to mm-hmm. talk, and Chris takes her to a water fountain, which didn't work out that well at all. <laughs> 
And she, yeah, but then he, he does catch on and he, he shows her how to turn it on. Like, look. Right, and she doesn't want that water, and she goes walking off into the woods. Now, this is where I give Chris the props right here. Donna walks off into the woods. Chris gets in his car and leaves <laughs> because, yeah, I'm not going into the woods after you because you attack the car with a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Not going to do it. Now, how she made it on the highway and he made it on the highway at the same time, I have no idea. I guess he hung out longer or she walked really fast or something. I have no idea. He pretty went back. What? He did didn't he leave her? Did he go really. back or did he just not leave? And because I think he went back. Well, if he went back, he would have been going the other way. She was going the way that he was going. So, are you just going with the fact he gave up and went back to find her? I think he gave up and went back to find her because okay. that would have been messed up, even though he was really injured. He would have been totally in the right to leave her walking through the forest. Oh, I'm down. I'm down with that. <laughs> it's just, yeah, she was a little on the weird side. But, uh, yeah, he's he's got some serious issues. I got a kick out of the fact that Maddie was feeding Wren spinach and avocado. <laughs> that was a very interesting thing. I don't think fish eat the spinach and the avocado. I could be wrong. Maybe she was thinking, oh, she's a mermaid. She'll like seaweed. Eh, could be. We have to go back about this. Because while we're talking about Ren's uh, decomposing skin that's drying out, they left her with Helen back in uh-huh. the beginning. And Helen had this uh, family recipe for dry skin that she was mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, she says she also has a, what was her... What did they say about her? What did she say about her skin issue that she had? Um, Who, Helen? Yeah, Helen. I remember the I remember the family recipe. I don't remember her own skin issue because Ren like pulled up her pant leg and she had like a you know rash on her skin. Oh, I missed that thing. And Helen said it was an autoimmune disease. She goes, "What the doctors don't know what they call what it is. They just call it that." But. If she's going to the doctor, we know that Helen is not necessarily a mermaid because she has um, human blood, right? Mm-hmm. I still think there's a tie down from Helen's family. See, I'm with you now. Because remember, I was on team. Helen used to be a mermaid at some point in time. Um, remember, she, she talks about the, the old family recipe that's been handed down for generations or whatever. So somewhere way back in the family tree was a mermaid somewhere. And maybe whatever auto autoimmune disease she has right. might be related to her ancestry. Well, that's, that's what I mean. I, I think that's where it ties into it. Something got passed yeah. down the line. So yeah. if she's there, her skin gets dried out very easily because that has been passed down. Because she knows right. when they come on land, the, long, the more they come in, the longer they can stay. She knew right. that part. So there's more to Helen knows a lot. And that's why I think there's something in her family line that there was a mermaid. Oh, absolutely. And again, with the recipe, but I'm wondering like if she would have known something else to help Bryn stay on land longer if needed, or if she just wanted Bryn to go back period. Cause she doesn't want the drama that's coming. Well, I think she knows that they have to go back occasionally and like, maybe it's okay. She came the first time she was able to stay an hour. Right. Right. Uh, Ren came this time. She's able to stay like two days. She goes right. back again. She can stay a week. I think it, maybe it accumulates like that. But if we remember in the first episode, Helen knew who she was like right off the bat. Yeah. And they didn't even say anything. She just looked at her and went, oh, crap, you're a mermaid. 
So there's more to that Helen story that we'll hopefully find out about. Yeah, that's just, I just had to bring that part up. Yeah. Okay, so when it, right as they convinced Ren to go back into the water, they get a call from Xander saying that they've Chris has shown up and they're going to find him. And Ren mm-hmm. demands to go with them, you know, because her sister's alive. Mm-hmm. And they all leave Ren in the car when they get there after Chris drives by, which I never thought was a really good thing to leave her in the car. But, you know, when she no. sees Donna walking past, going towards the water, she gets out and heads on down to the beach. And they, her and her sister reunite. Yay! I didn't expect to see this for quite a while. I did not either. Not in episode four, the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> the mid-season finale? It's, I, I don't even, I think there's still another one on it. <laughs> But yeah, that was that happened really, really quick. I was not expecting it this soon into the series. I'm happy, but I'm like, okay, what's going to happen now? What kind of drama is going to bring them back? Well, there is so much to go on with. We know that the military also knew that there were other ones out there. Yep. The doctor, um, well, they take Chris to the doctor, and the doctor, Evan, agrees to fix him up. Get a lot of the small town doctors who don't ask questions. I think that there's still something with Chris from being attacked that's going to see now this that's a twofold thing. If there is something with Chris from being struck by Donna, right? Mm-hmm. Then there would be something with Ben for being attacked by Ren. Right. So we're twofold on that, but they know the military is going to come and clean them up like they did with Donna's house. And we saw the fishery was on fire and up in flames. So they're all worried about everything going on. Now, the other doctor from the hatchery, he's tracking everything down. Mm-hmm. And he found the blood on the steering wheel and everything else. So Now, is it because his experiment got away or he's obsessed with Donna or both? I think it's both because he was also drawn to her so- uh, song as well. Because mm-hmm. she's the only one he's uh, well, as far as we know, he is the only person that she sang to. So uh, yeah, we, we don't know, but what's his time going to be? We know the military is rather upset about it, and the tracker worked for a while, and she was already two hundred miles away, which was seriously fast. But then they lost contact with her. So where did she go? Under the sea. Under the sea, yeah. Down don't to, make me sing, Brad. Did she go down to see Sebastian? Yeah, in Flounder. <laughs> they're all down there. <laughs> yeah, they 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 went back. They're they have their tails back. They're in the water. They're enjoying themselves. They're doing their predatory creature things, and they've gotten away from um, man, destructive man. Or have they? Because they have been tagged, after all. I think they've gotten away from now, but maybe Ren is going to be curious about the friends she's made and make her way back at some point in time. Or maybe the military will kidnap another mermaid. Like, we don't know. Or maybe somehow, like, they, they can't contact her. It's just a tracker. It would have been interesting to see if they could have made some kind of communicator that would have survived under the water. Now, see, that's the a, that's a difference here. They're in the water. When Ren's in the water, she sees them as, uh, as their predators. So they, they right, but how much of that remains the longer she's been out of water? That's my question: is how much? Because you know, the first time we did it, there was nothing. So if she would have seen Chris in the water after the second time, would she have attacked him? 
Probably so. Like, I think they're still predators when they are in the water, but there's some kind of familiarity the more they've been back on land, the more they've had time with different humans. It's just like um, her um, taking human form, but still caring about her sister. Yeah. And retaining the memories from that. Like, she didn't lose her memories. It's just that the predator in her takes over when she's in the water. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of questions on that. I guess we're going to have to wait and see how this next episode shows up because I have no idea where we're going from here. Yeah. Well, if Donna does come back, I'm going to need her to start binging some Supernatural so that she can learn the Gospel of Sam and Dean. Um, (laughs) If you're driving, you get to pick the music and the shotgun has to shut their cake hole. So if she wants to come back and pick the music, she has to learn how to drive. Yeah, that's exactly how that works. Um, Yeah, That's exactly how that works. I do think we're going to have a big thing going on here with Xander and Chris and everybody else as the military comes for them. And uh, gonna, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot going on. There there's a lot well, of non mermaid stuff that can seriously happen in the show. So yeah, because we have Helen, and then we have whatever factor Ben's parents like. Whatever, I still think they're involved somehow. I just don't know how. Oh, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Oh, and so um, Maddie talked to her dad, and um, she kind of covered for Ren. Like, what do you think would have happened if she had told him the, the truth? And like, the guy attacked Ren. She was defending herself. I don't. Know. I mean, she wasn't necessarily defending herself when she threw the spear at the lady, though. I don't know. They brought in a lot of stuff, uh, Native American, and maybe something he would have believed something. I don't know. I don't have an idea yeah. on that one. Because I, mean, I thought Helen said something about um, Maddie's dad being spiritual. Right. She like, did. It, it, that's been brought up a couple of times. Okay. So, so that he'd he'd be on board. I think. I think it would take a little bit, but yeah, I think it would work. I think he, he's a potential ally in the whole entire thing. Yeah. I mean, they do it. live in the mermaid capital of the entire world. There you go. By the way, they're real, Dad. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, that was for, good. Yeah. Like, look, I can't believe it. They got reunited. Now we have to wait a whole other season to see what, no. No, we don't. We're just next week. <laughs> I was utter, utterly surprised by that. I was like, really? That was, wow. Really? Hmm. That was beautiful. Like they reunited Donna carried her into the water. Like it was perfect. Because she couldn't walk anymore. What happens if she stays out of the water for too long? Does she? Uh, dis- she'll lose her tail. She won't be able to go back in. But does like, how she, long would she, she have to stay out? Does she lose her tail? And or how does thick she would up, she get? Well, does she end up like her tail and just disintegrates? No, no. She like she would become human permanently. I don't think she becomes human if she's outside. She, her skin is drying out. That was the whole thing. That's what Helen. Yeah, was but I don't, th- I don't think she would have died. I think she would have died. I don't. I think she Maybe. she needed the water. She would have died. We'll go with my version. Will you go with your version? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But they did get in the water. So we there have been some mermaid at some point in time that survived. Yeah. Helen's family member. Okay. So if you're a mermaid and you're listening right now, you go ahead and <laughs> send us a uh, email or voicemail, whatever. Just contact us. Let us know uh, uh, how long you can stay out of the water before you have to go back in. And if you've been on for a long time and you've lost your tail, like, can you get it back? Let's say you've been out of the water for 50 years. Can you, yeah. can you go back? Yeah. Can you go back? Or is it like, you know, there's a certain cutoff point where you forget how to swim? Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, send us an email, talk at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or the Facebook group. Yeah. So, there you go. And if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out our older podcast for The Crossing, The Magicians, Krypton, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other shows. 
There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. And like Brad said, if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode or theories, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or send us an email at brightoncourttalk at gmail.com. Until next time, if you happen to be a mermaid and you know the deal, you know the you know the lowdown on it, just shoot us an email. We won't tell anybody. We won't tell the government. We promise. We just want to know what's going on. And we don't want to have to wait and watch it on the show. We want to see what's happening. Unless they address it on the show, then we'll be happy. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.